It's time for the What in the Podcast. Before we begin tonight's podcast, we'd like to apologize for any of the odd noises or lack of sound in the recordings. We were recording on only one mic. Rest assured that in the future, we plan to alleviate this. We are currently looking into more mics, so everyone in the group will have their own microphone. Again, we apologize, and we hope that you enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the What in the Podcast. I'm Kent Whittington. I'm Corrine Peavyhouse. And I'm Adriana Camito. And this is our premiere episode. Yay! Now, what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about each other, right? Yeah. Sure. So, intro's all around. Let's start with you, Adri. Go ahead. Um, I'm married to Kent, and we've been together 22 years. And I've had some personal ghost experiences in my childhood, and I guess we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And Kareen. Hi, um, I'm Kareen, and I also have been married for 22 years to my husband, Jesse. I have five kids, um, my youngest being six and my oldest being 32, a big range there. I have five grandchildren. And I've been interested in the paranormal as far back as I could remember. There wasn't any particular thing that got me interested, that got me started, or or nothing happened to me, I should say, that got me interested in the paranormal. I just have always been fascinated. And um, I've always wanted, I've kind of looked outside of the box. And so what do you mean by outside of the box? <laughs> um Knowing that there's something else, knowing that, you know, this can't, what we see with our naked eye, we, that's, that can't be it. That there, there has to be more. And well, sometimes you can see what see. <laughs> okay. It's not there, but, um, so yeah, I, um, I've just always been interested. I have been a, a paranormal investigator for over 15 years. Um, we had a group for a short time, Full Moon Paranormal Society of Northern California. You can also, um, you can find us on Facebook, Jesse and Green, all things paranormal. Um, so we've been doing that for quite a while. And that's it. That's about it. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, this is Kat. Um, I am uh, Adrian's wife, as we already explained. Husband. Here. You're right, husband. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, her husband. We've been married for 22 years, no, no, as you've already been... heard. All right, we've been together for 22 years. Why are you messing with me? Anyway. You're doing it yourself. I love you. We do. Yeah. Hey, it's only fair. Well, I am I am the cream filling in the middle of this female Oreo here. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a little much there, dear. Well, I'll deal with it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I've been into the paranormal ever since I was a little kid. Um Mostly it's my mother's fault, I think. She was big into it and got me into it. Uh, I've had a, a few experiences growing up. Um, uh, like Corrine, I also am part of a ghost hunter society, Sacramento Valley Paranormal Society, or SVPS, if you prefer. 
Um, you can find us on Facebook under the Sacramento Valley Paranormal Society as well. Um, that's pretty much it for me. So, you know what? When when you said your mom, my mom was a big uh, contributor to my paranormal stuff too. She was always fascinated, and I remember growing up always watching scary movies, and you know, it was just something that I think. Um, as a family, you know, we enjoyed, and I just kind of followed suit, you know. So something that that I kind of took from my mom, I guess. Oh, the family and the ghosts together stay yeah, together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Gary, you want to talk about your experiences? Sure. Um, I growing up, I, I didn't think about this until recently. Growing up. I uh, kept seeing this woman around my, my house and it used the house used to be my grandparents house and my grandfather sold it to my father and my mother. And for many, many years, I just kept seeing this woman and um, my grandmother died when I was six months old. I mean, she held me, but I don't have any memory of her whatsoever. And I kept seeing her and seeing her. And then I finally, I was talking to my grandfather and I was like, I was kept asking the family and they, they was like, no, you're crazy. And they thought it was like an imaginary friend. And finally I found out my grandfather started showing me pictures of my grandmother. Cause she, after she died, he really didn't want to talk about her. And um, I kept seeing her. I didn't talk to her or anything, but I kept seeing her all over How the house. Oh God. I think I was, two or three the first time I can remember wow. seeing her remember. she never actually said anything but and then I finally saw pictures my grandfather finally showed me pictures this was years later I was 10 or 12 no I was no how old was I I think it was between 9 and 12 somewhere in there yeah. and it, it was pictures of her so I was seeing her all over the house and so you've seen her from the age of when I was two or three two all or three the yeah I, yeah I'd see her all I, I'd still see her periodically out of the corner of my eye as I kept getting older, but I mean, and, and then I all, yeah. And then after my grandfather died, I saw them together and I saw him as he used to look when he was younger. And how old were you at that time? Uh, I want to say I was 14. Okay. No, maybe it was 15. It's it, my age problem is because my mother had a stroke when I was eight. So I don't remember everything kind of jumbles because yeah. I, it, it's age and range problems. Yeah. So basically you are one of those people who saw Spirits, ghosts, whatever, at an early age. Yeah. And it just it didn't click right away either, because I was like, I, I, she looked real. She didn't look like she wasn't there. Well, you know, a lot, a lot of people so, who have experiences have them in their childhood. Yeah. And um, because, 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 because some people believe that children are more susceptible to the spirit. They are more open to it. They, in a sense, they don't have preconceived. Yeah, and once those preconceived notions start exactly. getting put in, you see it less and less. Yeah, I didn't see him too much after. I didn't see her too much after that. But I do remember the last time I saw them was my grandfather was with her, and I know it was him because there were pictures of him after um, he served in World War II. Yeah. The car, I still it looked like him when so, he was younger, in like so his twenties and thirties. Could it have been his mother or something like that? No, it was her. It was a picture of her that okay. he showed me pictures of her. It was her before she, she had she too. she passed away from cancer. Okay. So it was pictures of her pre-cancer, and it was the same face and everything. Okay. So. So it was a younger version of both of them. Yeah, okay. it was, and and he he passed away in his eighties. So I mean, he didn't. And I and the only reason I knew it was him is because I've always seen pictures of him when he was younger, like family photos. My 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 dad's cousin is a family historian, oh. 
Um, her mother is my, my grandfather's sister and they, she compiled, she worked, she did a ton of stuff on ancestry and don't, don't ask me any of it now. Cause I couldn't help you, but um, <laughs> this is her thing. So I, I want to do that ancestry. So do I, I'd like to learn how to do it, how to go do research. I've never done it. Yeah, me too. I'd be afraid though. If I did it, I'd be like, if I found out like I'm a hundred percent frog or something. <laughs> that would be interesting because you don't look green. No, but I sound like Kermit, so that's another you story. You do sometimes, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy being green. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's interesting. Yeah. So what about you, Karina? You any childhood experiences or anything that uh, um, set you off? You know, I didn't have any real childhood experiences, but um, as I started to start my paranormal uh, investigations and, and going on that path, um, we did start to have experiences. And um, once we, when we went to a, we were on an investigation, sorry. And um, we feel like we brought something back with us. And this is when, this was probably eight years ago. And this investigation in particular, um, it had a lot going on. There was murder. There was um, a husband that uh, he killed his wife and then he committed suicide and he tried to kill his daughter. Um, there was a lot going on in this, this home. Um, a lot of emotion. The energy was really strong. Um, it was heavy and we feel that something there and I'm not sure came back with us and um, one night so my daughter and my son-in-law lived with us and my granddaughter and one night we heard I was my bedroom how I explain this I was in the we were in a townhouse and uh, my husband wasn't there he was a truck driver so he wasn't home he was out of town and my son-in-law and my daughter and my granddaughter were in their room and I was right above the door. I was on the second floor, right above our front door. And then we had from my bedroom an office and that office overlooked the living room. So we had um, two dogs. They didn't bark at all when this was happening. All of a sudden, I, it's about 2.33 in the morning and I'm hearing banging. And my first thought was someone's at my front door because I'm right above the, the door. And so I pop up and I look out the window to look down and I don't see anybody. There's nobody at my front door. So then I'm like, what is this? You know, my dogs aren't barking. Usually they would be going crazy. And I go into the living, or I go into the office to overlook down where the living room is. And I'm hearing the banging louder and I'm not knowing where this is coming from. And I know everybody is asleep in the other room. And all of a sudden I froze because I knew that something was wrong. And I was like, where is this banging coming from? And it was coming from my kitchen. So I believe it was my kitchen cabinet banging. Banging up and slamming. So. Oh, no, I was, I just don't want to interrupt her. I froze completely. I, I, I couldn't, when it happens to you, like as being an investigator, you go out, what you see, you're with other people, you're expecting to see something, hear something. 
but when it, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you're in your home, you're not expecting it, you know. So I froze. I couldn't move, and then I, it, it took me a few. It took me probably about twenty seconds, and I ran to my daughter's room, and I started screaming, <laughs> "Get up!" And I said. Something is banging in the kitchen. And my son-in-law popped up out of bed and he's half asleep. He doesn't know what's going on. He just knows I'm saying there's banging in the kitchen. He's running downstairs thinking there's an intruder in the house. Okay. Again, we have two dogs. They are not barking at all. They bark at everything. Yeah, we know that. We know that so, feeling very well. Every time, so every he, time they hear the ring, the ring doorbell, they go yes. nuts. Yeah. There or my phone ringing. My phone ringing now sets them off for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> we own a couple Pomeranians and they are... Mouths. Soul puppies, but totally yap dogs as well. <laughs> so my son-in-law, he runs downstairs and it stops. As he's ready, to, it stops as he's on the top of the stairs actually going down. Um, and it's silent. And he's, again, he's half asleep. He doesn't know what's happening. He's just hearing me scream saying there's banging in the kitchen and everything stopped. And it was, there was nothing. I went downstairs. The doors are locked. Nobody's there. The dogs, I, you know, see them. They're just laying there. And so this happened, and I don't have an explanation for it. Except for we think this, in particular, investigation, when we went to it, with all that was going on there, I just feel like we brought something back with us, not knowing exactly what that might be. And, um, Another, let me just tell you another quick one. And um, this is the same house, the same townhouse. Me and my granddaughter, my granddaughter, her name's Bella, she was about three years old. Same time frame too? Yes. After same. the investigation? Yes. Okay. This, is all, this is from, this is all, yeah, okay. post this investigation. We were downstairs and my daughter was upstairs. And so our stairway, you would go up to like the landing, the first stairway. So like you would go up, there's like a and banks and then you have to go yeah, there. At banks and like a little platform. And then you go up again to the second level. So, Oh, if I can just interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Folks, I just want to apologize before we get too deep into this. If you're hearing a noise in the room, um, our house that we're recording around has absolutely no air conditioning whatsoever. We are relying totally on fans just to keep the house cool. <laughs> So I apologize. It's only for 150 any... degrees in here. Now. Oh, <laughs> no. And that's just the humidity. Oh, and yeah, the humidity days, the last few days have been horrible. Yeah. But anyway, we apologize for that. Anyway, sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead. Sorry, no, Crane. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to get that out of the way. So me and my granddaughter were downstairs and my daughter was upstairs. And my granddaughter wanted to sneak up and, and like see her mom, like scare her mom. And so I said, okay, let's you know, let's sneak up the stairs and go boo, you know, to, to my daughter. So we went up the first set of stairs, this first stairway and went and we're on the bank and we're about to go up the second set of stairs. And we saw something, it was like crouched down, bent over dark. I'm going to say like a shadow person was exactly what it looked like and ran across the top of the stairway. So there was a bedroom to your right, a bathroom, and then a, the other bedroom. So she had a bathroom in the other bedroom. And so then we're like, 
Bella looked at me, and again, she's three years old, she looked at me like, ah, oh, like pointed, like, there's my mom. She just, she's going to try to, like, we thought maybe she was going to try to scare us because she knew we were going to come up the stairs and we were, like, sneaking up it. So I'm, I'm like, okay, shh, you know, here we go. We're going up the stairs. And when we got to the top of the stairs, my daughter was right there in the first bedroom holding her clothes and didn't run or walk anywhere. And my granddaughter looks at me like, she was confused because we saw this. Like, what was that, Grandma? Like, what was that that just <laughs> ran by? Because we saw this dark, crunched over, bent over shadow person run to the left into this other room. So we really thought that was my daughter, like, running up Messing there. with yeah, you, basically. Messing with us. Like, she was going <laughs> right, like, right. to get you know, before you got her. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so those are, that's a couple of. Now, my question is you said that the entity followed you home. Yeah. What did you guys do to help cleanse the house yeah, and rid yourself just out of curiosity? Thing. So we have some great friends that are um, mediums and that are part of the spiritualist community. And that um, do cleansings and blessings. And we had to have about four of them come over and help us get rid of this. We think there was more than just one. There's some other things that that happened, too, that we'll get to in time. Uh, it, just, it was just a curiosity yeah. what you guys did. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. So sometimes if you do a hunt like that, there yeah. are... There's there are, always a chance that something's going to get interested in you. Yeah. And either make itself known or follow you home or something. Or like attached that. to somebody else, you know, through something else. else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They, it, they, it was. It was. Don't they? Sorry, Ann. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to ask, don't they? they uh, I don't know if yours does, but some of the I've read, and um, they sometimes they prepare, prepare themselves so they don't bring things home with them. There's certain things you're supposed to. I don't know all the details about all of that, but I've heard that there are some preparing you're supposed to do before you go out. So and we always would do that. We would do. Sometimes it can't be helped that no, stuff exactly. will follow you. So we would always protect ourselves and do like a little prayer before we would start. Um, but that doesn't always work. True. And um. These energies were pretty strong and pretty heavy and dark. And Sounds like I feel it, yeah. like there was even the reason that this man that um you know he killed his wife and that's horrible. I'm not laughing at you. It was no, I, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I'm cutting this little dog here and on on her tummy and she's so precious. Oh, that feels so good. Know, don't it. stop. Don't stop. So, <laughs> Sorry. You're, I apologize. <laughs> Cleansings and oh. praying and yeah. sometimes even that doesn't help. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it doesn't always help. But I feel like there was an energy that might, I feel like there was more energy, dark energies there in the home that could have caused this man to do what he did. That's horrible. Who are, who are you with cleansings? Yeah. Um, do they follow any religious slant, or is it like just a pagan deal? Or they're spiritualists. Like they're spiritualists. Yes. Okay. And you know they they kind of they kind of just um, follow their own. Kind of go with the flow. Go with the, people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I would. They're wonderful people that have. Um, They've gone on investigations with us. They've helped us with blessings and, and certain things that um, to help families out. 
and uh, to kind of clear homes and, and places that we've gone. And definitely they um, they got rid of what was, was in our town. Well, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. And it, what bothered me the most is that I had a three-year-old granddaughter that it was affecting a little bit, and it just worried me. It just I don't them. blame you. Yeah. Things been, attach themselves to yeah. children very easily because they're very open. Yeah, and she's vulnerable and, and could, you know, it just made me nervous. So we needed to take care of that, and we did. I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds about right. You're on, Ken. Well, I haven't had a childhood experience. You know, uh, I haven't had an imaginary friend or, or really had too much experience. But um, the one thing that actually got me into the paranormal, um, my father died when I was seven. I'm 52 years old now. My father died when I was seven years old. Um, and that was kind of hard. But after, after his funeral, um, a couple... About a week or so later, uh, my mother took us to the movie, the local movie theater. This is in Montrose, Colorado. Very small town, one horse town, literally. Only one tiny theater played maybe one or two movies at most. Um, but the one that was playing was one called The Amazing World of Psychic Phenomena. Why I still remember this after all these years, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it, it had a whole lot It was kind of like, in a way, it was kind of like uh, watching an Unsolved Mysteries episode in feature length. Yeah. Um, but they talked all about the paranormal. There were reenactments of ghost encounters and things like that. But there was this one couple who uh, they were kind of the, kind of on the forefront of EVPs, which are electronic voice phenomenon. If you're unfamiliar with that, um, they would go to the cemeteries and uh, take a tape recorder with them. Remember this back in the 70s, you got those big old bulky tape recorders <laughs> that if you don't put them on the tombstone just right or whatever, they're going to fall right off. Bang! I mean, these things were huge for the time. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> they would put them on the, on, on the tomb, or sorry, not the tomb, the headstone, and uh, rather, rather than interact and ask questions like you see on TV all the time these days, all they would do is they'd hit that record button, back off, and just wait for something to come and appear and say hi or whatever. Yeah. They didn't sit there and ask questions no. like we do. No, back in the day, I guess, you know, that wasn't the thing. Yeah. Um, Just kind of see what pops up on it. Yeah, exactly. but then when they hit, hit the play button afterwards, you know, and I'm sure this is for the movie, so you get the sound effects added and all that, but you get a couple of hits and everything, and they hear this. And my mother thought, that was kind of cool. And she decided that she would like to see if she could contact my father. So... About a week after that, we head out to the cemetery in Montrose. And uh, we pull in. It's an autumn night. Leaves are all over the ground. Groundskeepers haven't read or anything yet. And uh, she takes the, she gets out of the car. It's it's herself, uh, her best friend, Sherry, I believe, if I remember right, her daughter, Bonnie, and myself and my two brothers, Mike and Chad. So we're all sitting in there in the car. My mother gets out, takes the tape recorder, puts it on my dad's headstone. Hits the record button. Now, once that record button is hit, you can actually hear everything that's going on. She uh, hits the record button, and you can hear her walking through the leaves back to the car. Near the car door close. Yeah, crunch, crunch, crunch. crunch. The leaves. And slam. Well, Not slam, but click. Not a hard slam, but yeah, just a slam. <laughs> and... Um, as she does this, 
As soon as you hear the car door slam, you start to hear a heartbeat. Real faint heartbeat on the recording. Just a boom, 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 like that. And you can hear my mother getting out of the car again, walking back up, checking the tape recorder to make sure it's still recording. And uh, she does this a couple times back and forth. And each time she does that, heartbeat gets a little louder. So it's going from boom, 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 to boom, 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 boom. Um, and the last time she does come out to check it, just about three or four times she's done this. She comes out, and you hear her come out again. Her walking across the leaves, checks the recorder, starts walking back. And at this point, the heartbeat's at a crescendo, basically. Hear the car door close. No sooner is that car door closed, and you hear another set of footsteps walking across the leaves. And to make it even more interesting, the tape recorder turns itself off at that And there, nobody touches this. Now, this is a 30, 30 minute tape recording. It turned itself off after only 10 minutes. Okay, so it wasn't. It didn't go to the end, and then it was. And the footsteps. There was no one visible, right? No one. There was no one out there. The only people. The only person who was actually on the cemetery grounds was the groundskeeper. Yeah. And he was in his house, which was on the grounds. Lights were on. We saw him through the window. It was in that No one else was around. Wow. You didn't see any kind of animal. Well, it, it sounds like footsteps, you know. Yeah, animals this, don't sound, yeah, like footsteps. It's not an animal or running across the field or anything. These were just human footsteps. Skitter, 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 skitter. Crunch, then, crunch, crunch with the leaves. Crunch, yeah. Back then, that's, that's something. You know, oh, yeah. Catch on that type of tape recorder, too. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, some of those older tape recorders, it's debated that the, the ability to pick up spirit voices or sounds or things like that were actually better on the old recordings. No. Um, there's one in particular. I can't remember what it is right now. I didn't know that. But it's supposed to it's supposed to be really good quality. Of course, that's up for debate. A lot of people say that oh, the I'm newer sure, equipment yeah. is better. And we're not here to argue what's better. Yeah, we're not here to debate that. <laughs> we're here to talk and have fun and, if, and if explore new things. what works best for you. Exactly. Everyone has an opinion on everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just going to explore. My opinion is I don't have an opinion. Yeah, my opinion is I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I will talk and discuss things, but I don't. I'm not arguing. I'll just say, "Oh, you're right," and walk away at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't argue anymore. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Strangest ghost encounter for you? Um, or, or weirdest thing that's ever occurred? I'd have to think about that. Why don't we come back okay, to me in a minute? You, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few, so I got to think about um, that. So we were up in Coloma in Placer County, California. And um, we were having like a picnic lunch. And this area is known for, to be highly elevated spiritually. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on in that part. The oh, gold yeah. rush and everything. Back the gold the rush, the Indians, yeah. the Chinese immigrants, everything. Oh yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on how do I want to say that? Uh, spiritually. Spiritually, I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, That's like you said before. So we were having a picnic lunch, and we were actually going to go investigate the Pioneer Cemetery that was right there. And Ooh, so, I've heard about that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good one. 
Oh my gosh, we got a lot of stuff going on there. Um, a lot of EVPs and just personal experiences. But when we were sitting there, this is, I want to say, the first time I really ever seen a ghost or an apparition where I seen like a full body, full color, looked like a person in front of me and didn't realize it was a ghost until like a couple minutes after. So we're sitting there and we're eating our picnic. It, it's like later afternoon, I want to say lunch, dinner, before we're going to go into the cemetery and, and start investigating. And I saw... And, People are, are heading out. There was a lot of people there earlier. It was a nice day, so um, I can't remember exactly what time of year it was, but it was maybe August because people were wearing shorts, maybe September, August, September, um, and people are heading out. They're leaving. They're, you know, people are walking, riding their bikes, jogging, you know, but people are, are just there to explore, but it's that time of day where people are starting to leave, and... I kind of out of the corner of my eye saw this jogger coming right past me and then looked at him completely, full on looked at him. And um, as I was eating, not really thinking about anything and just kind of followed him for a minute, like took another bite, put my head down and like looked back up and thought I would see him continuing and he was nowhere to be seen. And I was like, I just, it was just this jogger right here. I mean, it was full body, full color person kind of just went, again, like I, I want to say maybe I blinked and, you know, took a bite of my sandwich and, and all of a sudden he was gone. So it was this uh, jogger, you know, at the tank top shorts? Yes, that exactly. That Modern. Was, Modern person is a modern asking. person. He was not. The reason I asked is I actually saw some footage on YouTube. I don't know about a year back. Yeah. It was a cemetery. They didn't specify which cemetery it was, but there was actual video footage of a phantom jogger. You're joking. No. no I, I wish I could remember where it was that I saw it on YouTube. Oh my gosh, I wonder if, if I find it, I'll let you know. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was kind of kind of freaky looking. And at first I thought maybe it was uh, you know Photoshop or whatever, but now it's Said you've seen it, maybe that was the actual cemetery. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that would be crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, my one of the other investigators that was with us, she saw it too, so she knew. I'm like, I just saw a jogger go by, but he's he vanished like he's gone, he's not here. And I was so puzzled. And I'm looking, and there's I mean, we're outside in a huge area, you would see him, he couldn't just he couldn't just disappear anywhere. You know, and she saw it too. So she was confirming to me, yeah, I just seen him too. I, where did he go? Like we were both puzzled. So that was kind of crazy. That was the first time I've ever seen an apparition. Shadow people I've seen, but that was the first apparition I've ever seen. You see, I don't think I've ever seen shadow person. Really? Unless maybe, maybe a shadow cat one time. Yeah. But I can't prove it. It was out you know, of the corner of my yeah, eye. Yeah, exactly. A lot yeah. of people see the shadow people, like something shoot by you and you're not, yeah. the corner of your eye or, you know, you just, you glance and you think something's there and it's not there, you know. I know shadow people, um, they kind of scan a little bit. So. That's all right. Yeah. 
there could be things. anything like that would I would imagine would be scary. Yeah. Well, I just feel like they're sneaky, you know, like it's I just feel, you know, they like kind of lurk. Yeah, exactly. They lurk in the darkness or, you know, they're just maybe, I don't maybe that dark energy is all that can come across. Yeah. Who knows? I need to look into shadow people. <laughs> definitely. Oh, and the black-eyed children, and yeah. the, we'll get to everything eventually. Oh, oh yeah. All, um, All the above. I've got a story, and you were part of this. Maybe you want to talk about. Are you talking about the the, the, ghost, the ghost cop? Yeah. yeah, we've got a couple of those. You want to talk about it? Um, we could. Sure. Um, our tags were a little late. We were late registering our car after we first moved because all the our money went into the moving from Rancho Cordova to where we live now. And in Orangevale, and uh, <laughs> we were touring around in the neighborhood, just trying to, you know, looking around. And we were also trying to avoid the main streets because, and uh, we were we went down this uh, this street. And I'm trying to remember what street it was. Filbert. Was it Filbert? Filbert yeah. We went down Filbert on the other side of Greenback, and there's not where we went. We saw a cop. We thought it was following us, so we pull into the um, and there's from the time we saw the cop I'm to elaborate, actually, it was an act. It was a Sycamore Sheriff's vehicle. Yeah, and uh, so we we pulled off into the parking lot of the school. It was in the evening, and and it wasn't too late, but it was you know. And we look, and the cops nowhere to be found. There's no turn off, no drive, no place the cop could be. Oh, yeah. we and sure we, we thought for sure we were nailed with the two hundred or whatever the the fee is the for fine is because they there are fines. Oh, but yeah. Fine is a lot. We'll leave yeah, we'll just leave it. In California. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Everything's fines expensive. Everything. Everything's yeah. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Like she said, though, that, that we pulled into that, into that school thinking, okay, this is it. We're busted. We're going to get our ticket. Never saw the cop. We looked back. You know, it wasn't it wasn't out of our, our sight for more than a second. Turn around. He's not there. We went, pulled out, drove down the street looking for turnoffs. No turnoffs on the street. I mean, this is just basically an old town road. No place he could have hit. Couldn't explain it. Um... But that was only the first encounter. I actually had another one with him, too. I was headed to work, and this got in this Sacramento Sheriff's car got behind me and decided he was going to follow me. So I, you know, okay, I'm not sure if he's actually really following me because the lights and sirens aren't going off or anything. So I change lanes. He follows. I change back. He follows again. I'm like, okay. I'm about ready to get ready to turn over. I mean, a uh, pullover. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I'm getting ready to, to pull over, and I look back, and he's not there. Again, just disappeared in thin air. No yeah, turn off, no blinker, no nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the best kind of there. pop, I think. Yep. Hey, when they disappear and don't ticket you, yeah. it's great. I don't, know. I, I don't know. I'm a little unnerved by a cop that disappears on me. Like, ah, you thought I was following you, but I'm not. I'm just not really maybe here. He, <laughs> maybe he remembered you from the first time, and he got behind you again because he wanted to mess maybe, with you again. Maybe he just wanted to check my taxi if they were still registered. Oh. He wanted to see if you, you got, a, you got so, registered. Yeah, so then we fixed, so we finally pulled over or disappeared or whatever. Anyway, so phantom animals. Have you seen it? Um, I have not seen any, but my husband uh, used to have an encounter um, with a cat jumping on his bed when he was younger, and uh, he couldn't see you. Know, 
you don't know if it was one of your animals or or it's somewhere you lived, but he would feel the cat jump on his bed and kind of walk across the bed in the middle of the night. It's a pretty common experience for yeah. a lot of people, actually. I think we've had something similar right here. I think our cat followed us. Yeah. We, uh, we had to put one of our cats down when we lived in Rancho. This cat was badly named Spooky. She was very attached to me and finally him, but she wouldn't let anybody else mess with her. Um, beautiful Maine Coon mixed cat. And she ended up, long story short, she ended up with kidney failure. She was a rescue. The lady that had her used to hotbox her bedroom with methamphetamines. She'd smoke them. So both the cats we had passed away of kidney failure. And... Um, but yeah, I keep seeing her out of the corner of my eye in the house. And then when we moved here, we didn't have a cat because we had, we rehomed the cat we had just rescued. And um, and I kept feeling a cat on my feet. I could hear purring wow. all over this house. In fact, I still see her, see her out of the corner of my eye every once in a while. Her, specifically, what she looked like. And, um, and she's just there. Usually when I'm having a bad day, I'll feel her on my feet. Wow. <laughs> and then in bed at night, so... We have some interesting stuff going on here in the house. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing scary. Nothing real bad. We, no. we suspect there's at least three spirits that are in the house. Wow. We have a cat. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a woman in this house and another man as well. Um, I, I have you ever downloaded those EVP uh, apps on your phone? And ones that you can actually report these yeah, on. Yeah, I have it on my phone. I have that, yeah, I do. I was playing with one. I wanted to try it out and see how it worked. It was, it was, was okay. You could play, but it wouldn't record. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, stay recorded. Pretty, it would pretty worth the CD. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so I was just playing with it uh, just to see if I could catch anything. I, you know, I asked, is there anybody there or anything like anybody who wants to speak? I'm not getting anything. Uh, last time I did it, I, I hit that record button and I said, okay, this is your last chance. If you want to say something, now's the yeah. time to say it. And, um, didn't get anything right off the bat, but just before I turned it off, I hear a woman's laughter. Yeah. Yeah, and this is in my upstairs bedroom, so I'm feeling a little Adriana horrible. Adriana wasn't in there. I think I might've been out of town. Uh, I used to take care of my friend's kids and. Yeah, uh, you, were, you were actually in West Sac. Was I in West Sac yeah, watching my friend's City, kids? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just weird. It's kind of cool that I got it. And that's what bugs me about my encounters. I have absolutely no proof of these encounters. <laughs> Everything is anecdotal. So, you know, it's, you take it with a grain of salt or yeah. not, that's your truth. I, I like to tell you this, but most people's are anecdotal. I yeah. know. Most I people know. don't catch these things because yeah. they happen when you're not expecting exactly. them. Yes, I know. But the ones that I did catch, I don't have. Oh, no. <laughs> The uh, the tape that I mentioned earlier, my uh, we had we had an incident where it got recorded over, um, and then like I said, this uh, EVP thing would play, but it wouldn't record, so I couldn't save any information off of that. Needless to say, I don't have that app anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Worthless app. Yep. Um. So. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, back to my most uh, shocking thing. I think it was five or six. And I was laying in bed by myself and my parents were hoarders and I didn't know, I, I, I knew I had windows cause I could see the lights on the ceiling and I didn't know I had a closet. So that stuff, my parents were pack rats. Oh I mean, <laughs> it wasn't dirty. It was just piled with the rest of the house was fine, <laughs> yeah. but my bedroom was a catch all before I was born apparently. Um, and it was my dad's childhood bedroom. 
And so I, I, w I woke up when I was little and for the longest time, they couldn't get me to sleep back in my room after this happened. I woke up and I couldn't breathe. And I, I suffer from asthma, but this wasn't like an asthma attack. It felt like somebody was sitting on my chest. And I woke up and I couldn't breathe and I could see something above me, but I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, and I and I could move my arms, but I couldn't like get anybody. I couldn't move, yeah. move. Yeah. And I think that was my scariest experience. And it happened several nights. And for the longest time, my mother, this was before my mother had her stroke. I'd go out, she would be watching uh, Friday Night Friday or whatever, the horror movies. And I'd sit out there with her, fall asleep with my head in her lap or whatever. And yeah. just, I, I wouldn't go back to bed. And at one That's point I would find somewhere else in the house to sleep like in the front room cat and they'd find me somewhere else because they'd put me to bed and I wouldn't stay in my bed because I was scared. And for some reason it just stopped at some point, but it was just, it kept happening. And I have never had like sleep apnea or where I snore and I stop breathing like my husband occasionally does um, or honk like a goose like you do too. Yeah, um, he makes some interesting girl. noises, but I, sh I should, I should record them yeah, one night just for fun. But she's scared more when I stop doing Oh, yeah. I, I thump him on the chest when he doesn't breathe because I'm like, breathe, breathe. Damn, you breathe, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just, I've never had anything like that since I was little. And it just, I don't even remember why it stopped. It just stopped. And for all I know, it could have been one of my mom's friends or my mom doing something. I don't know to stop it. But I wouldn't, I would, they try and keep me in my room. I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't stay there. Even with my pets. You're just too it was just, and I was like, I could have been as young as four. I don't remember, but it was before I was eight years old. That's all I remember. And I just remember this time period. Where I wouldn't, and my dad would get so mad because they would find me everywhere in the house and he'd yell and yell. And I'm like, and my mom stand between me and my dad going, Psh, normal childhood stuff. Just leave her alone. Because <laughs> he thought I was trying to sit there and watch TV with yeah, my mom, so which at some point I wasn't even anywhere near the TV. I was just trying to be somewhere else in the house. Exactly. So... <laughs> How many kids have those stories, though? Oh, I'm sure there's a ton. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, we're going to stop real quick for a quick break. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. Stay. And we're back. We are back. Yes. And while we were while we were on the break, uh, Green actually mentioned that she had another experience in her new house. Yes. Well, it's not quite new. We've been there. Well, new, 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 yeah. newer house. Newer. Huh? New to her. Yes. Orangeville, uh, no, California. not new to her. No. New, <laughs> I said her. new to her. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, you need to have, you know, you know, clean the hair out of yours, dear. <laughs> so I was just telling them before we came, before I came here today, um, I was getting ready, you know, to come and I was half naked, <laughs> getting ready and talking to my husband and we, <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> well, wow, wow, I've seen movies like that too. <laughs> Don't embarrass her, be nice. <laughs> we were talking and um, we heard the door knock. And I said, Oh, you know, I, I instantly run into my bedroom because someone's at our front door. The my my six year old, I have a six year old, and my grandson that's seven is there, but they're in the backyard playing. So I run into my room and Jesse goes to the front door. And nobody's there. And he's like, you heard that, right? I said, yeah, somebody just knocked on the door. Knocked loud on the door. Cop and knock. Yeah, it was, <laughs> a, it was a loud knock and um, no one was there. So I'm not sure what that was about, but... Uh, How soon was it before the, or after the knock that Jesse got to the door? Oh, immediately within 
a minute or two. Not, not even, even a minute. Like, so if somebody was there, he opened the door. He would. Oh, seen he could have seen somebody running away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he got to the door probably in twenty seconds or right. less. So um, he just walked down the hallway to the front door, okay. and he opened it, and nobody was there. And we were like, okay. Um, and then a few days ago, I wasn't home, and he was in the kitchen, and he was cooking dinner or starting dinner, and um, I can't remember where I was. I took the kids. I think we went swimming or something. And he thought I came back really quick. <clears throat> he said he heard the garage door open. We have electric garage door. He heard it open. And um, he thought I was coming back to get something. I forgot something or I was whatever. And um, Which is common with people with small children. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, he wasn't, he opened the garage, the garage from the kitchen to going into the garage, that door. And um, the garage door was open, but nobody, I wasn't there. And he was like, he called me he said, did you just come home and, and grab something out of the garage? Or did you just come? And I said, no. We're, again, I think we were swimming. I believe we were swimming. And um, I said, no. I, I'm, you know, I didn't come home. And so he was upset. He was like, okay, so someone just drive by. And he's thinking. Like, with the clicker. I'm, yeah, with the clicker and opened our garage door. But we've had Which can some, happen. Yeah, it can happen. We've had some strange things. We've heard footsteps in the house, and um, how old is the house? The house is—I want to say it was built. I'm not for sure, but I think it was in the '70s. That sounds pretty accurate for our neighborhood. For the we area, in the same neighborhood. Um, and the townhome we live in is actually about 30 years old. It was, we, we came to find out that uh, the air conditioning unit was was in, uh, from 1989. So, but we were always we were always told that it was uh, that it was 84, 86 when this place was built. But maybe it was started being built but wasn't finished because yeah. the things weren't done so fast back then. So maybe it took three or four years for them to be finished. So, yeah, we don't live in old old buildings, but they have a little bit of. History. Oh yeah. We don't no, know for sure. Yeah. Who died in the house? Uh, obviously. Well, I do know. Yeah. I do know that our neighbor, um, his son, committed suicide oh. in the in shed their... in their backyard, which um, is right next to my bedroom. Oh. And just there's a fence, and the shed's right on the other side of the fence. Hi, neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like. Maybe this energy might be him that's in the house. Somebody nothing, lost. Yeah, just lost. Not, yeah, I would say that. Not nothing crazy. You know, like I said, we've heard footsteps. We've had lights turn on. Stuff moved. Um, Have you? You haven't felt menace, menace or anything yet. No, not, no, no, I haven't. But I felt, you know, I've kind of felt it easy a few times, like somebody was watching me oh, while yeah. I was laying in bed at night. Um, watching TV, you know, and I want to say again, like shadowy figures, maybe out of the corner of your eye, you know, so something, my daughter, my six-year-old, she is, you know, felt something too. She has felt like someone is, is in the house or, um, did you hear that mom, you know, and, and nothing's there. Um, so you know, we definitely have felt something. Now, Just now, not sure. Yeah, now when, now when the kids say they've seen something, 
or, or, or something, you, yeah. you take them at their word. Oh, right? I take first year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, kids are really sensitive to this sort of thing. Oh, I, nobody believed me when I was little. Every that's what I think, like, you know, parents don't listen enough. Sometimes. They just brush it off. Yeah, exactly. This generation started to be a little different. Exactly. Think, but but our, our generation... If you were to, to come out and say, Mommy, Mommy, I saw a ghost or yeah, something. Mommy, I saw a stranger in the house. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah. You know, go back to bed if you, know, you were in bed. Go eat a cookie, have some milk, whatever. Yeah. But we've heard stuff in our house, and, and she's looking at me like, did you just hear that? You know, we had one time. So when we first moved in, there there's an attic, and the door opens to our garage. And then there's a door that opens, or it's a... a cut out in her closet. Oh, and to get up in the attic? get up in the attic. And then it goes through and you can actually open the door in the garage and go into the attic from inside the garage. So you have two spots? Yes, there's oh. two spots. That's a, lot of That's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Most well, places only have one. Yeah, and this kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, we have a whole house fan in our house. Central, yeah. And we would see well, when it would open... Tomorrow. Me either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so humid around here. It's horrible. The heat <laughs> in Sacramento is something. Um, but the whole house fan, when it opens, would it open up? It's an older whole house fan. So you could kind of see up into the attic. And we would see this light on. It looked like there was a light on in the attic. And I kept, my husband's like, no, there's a light on up there. And I'm like, I don't think it's a light. I think it's like something shining through. Like maybe it's the moon or the street light shining through. Through a vent or He's something like, up yeah, there. that's what I thought, through a vent. He's all, where? He's all, there's nothing it could shine through. There it's, are no vents up there? No vents. Well, I'm sure, but he oh. he was saying no, not to, from the outside. Sounds like I was saying that there's nothing visible from, from, from that, that fan that you would have Exactly, to see. yeah. He said there would be nothing that we could see. He's all, I know there's a light on up there. Have you heard noises coming from upstairs in the attic? We have. We have heard noises. Has he gone up to look? Okay, well, so. Sorry, this, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. So this was <laughs> when we question. first, I would say. I want to say not even, I, maybe 10 months into living here. Um. And so I said, how would there be a light on? You know, like we, we haven't got up there. There's, you know, we don't, no one's been up there. We've been here 10 months. How, there's been a light on since we, you know, lived here. LED lights, maybe. No, and, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm like, just I kidding. Know, so we didn't know. So one day. It's not like you could expect a light to be. No. Like, well, yeah. they have those. In some attic or yeah, crossway, they had the pulled str pull yeah, strings. Exactly. Yeah, the pull string. Yeah, sometimes, and some of them. I don't think some ours. When I was growing up, yeah, had one. So when night we came home, and I want to say this is all in the same time period. This is a couple of weeks, maybe later. We came home, and that door to when we pulled into our garage, that door was wide open, and I was kind of freaked out a little bit, and. I'm like, okay, is there someone up in our attic, living in our attic? We see, like, a light shining through. Oh, yeah, you and... see those stories about people living up in yeah, the closet. so I'm kind of like... And the like... videotape of the guy, and then the guy comes out and eats and then yeah, runs and hides. exactly. Oh, that was so freaky. I Sorry. So Sorry. I, I'm like, okay, is there someone in our attic, you yeah. know? Yeah, you know, I saw one where a woman actually was living in a man's apartment. Yeah. In cubby space. And the video footage that he taped showed her coming out of that cubby. Climbing down to the table, getting off the table, going to his refrigerator, raiding his fridge, sitting oh on a sink and peeing in the sink. Oh my God. That then is sitting crazy. and watching TV. And there's a part where she hears him coming. She turns it off, 
grabs those, this. Those hides behind a, a, a stool or something. You see him come out, get something out of the fridge. And He's in the sink. <laughs> no, no, this is him. This is him. But she's in that room with him. He just doesn't see her. She gets, she's hiding behind a door or something. goes back to his room. She comes back, sits down, watches more TV, eats more of the man's food. And then she just he climbs up the stairs, or not, not, I'm sorry, up the table. To the spot. To the alcove up there and just lets herself in. Oh, Apparently she'd been living in that house for months, though. He Scary is, stuff, yeah. He, he wasn't so, sure. That's the one I was. That's the video I was thinking of. How far was that? Uh, and it's that's not the only one I've seen though. There's no, a couple other ones. In the sink. Yes, yeah. that's the, not the fact that the girl is hiding in his house, right? right? It's the peeing, peeing in, in the sink, sink that she's really. Did she go to the bathroom and pee in the toilet? Yeah, she couldn't get to the bathroom without oh, waking him up. I don't know. Oh my god! Oh, she was out there while he was still in the house. I forgot about that. That's that is freaky. That is so freaky. That's everything. That's all. That's like scary. Yeah, I don't know. And that's not even paranormal scary. That's just creepy scary. Or lots of bleach. Lots and lots of bleach and rubber gloves the size of the, the thickness of uh, Velcro yeah. or something. Oh my Leather. I'm like, yeah, it's freaky. But what happened? So let me finish the story. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> so what happened is, so we went inside and um, I said, why don't you look in our daughter's room up in that that kind of push, you know, see if you could push that open. And, you know, just, I mean, we don't know if someone's in our attic or not. So I'm kind of freaked out. And then, so he started doing, I'm like, no, 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 I don't want you to do it. It's, it's you know, I'm kind of scared now. And he's all, well, I'm going to do it now. I'm already started. I'm going to do it. And so Sounds he, like him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pushed it open and there's a light on. There's a light shining through. Well, this is at night. So the light is shining through. We see the light bulb. There is a light bulb up there. there. Okay. The light bulb and the light bulb is on. No, was, was there a pole? It was an upholstery one. It was upholstery. Was it? Was the light constantly on? Or yeah. Was it off and on. No. It, no, it's constantly. It was constantly because every time we would okay. turn on our whole house fan, we would see a light. So, so was again, it connected? I thought maybe it was, you know, from a vent, you know, the moon or the street lamp shining through. But he said there's no way. There was nothing that could have shined through. So it was this light. And he knew there was a light on up there. So right. I'm like, okay, so now I'm even more freaked out because I'm like, now there's really somebody living in our attic and they have the light on. Was there, any <laughs> was there anything there? Like some, like, there? like, no. so here's my other question. Sorry, I'm not, not to interrupt too much, but here's my other question. Once he turned it off, has it been turned back on? I'm sure he turned it off. No, no, it hasn't been turned back So could on. it have just been left on by the last person that left it's it and just hadn't burned out? Or is it connected like to your all your fan? No, it just so it was constantly on even when the fan wasn't on. Yeah, it okay, was on that all was the time. okay. So he then started to go up in the attic to check to check, and there was nothing there. Okay, you know, and he pulled the string and turned it off. And so, well, either way, you saved on your power bill. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Was there a noticeable difference in the power bill? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm only teasing. <laughs> That's too bad. That's too bad. I'm just but teasing. I, so you know, we think. Okay, was it just left on before we moved in and it's been on for 10 months, you know, or light bulbs, even the regular non um, LED, LED ones, even the old school ones can last a long time, a long time. even with them on constantly, they'll, oh, yeah. they can last a year or more sometimes. When you turn them on and off well, is when they when start, they start ha wearring down. Yeah, one of those bulbs invented by Thomas Edison. It still burns. It's museum and it still it's burns. Still it still lights. Yeah. 
It was just weird because we had that, that door. <laughs> we had that door open in the garage, and then the light is on, and then I'm thinking, okay. Oh yeah. It's just creepy. It was just creepy to me, and it bothered me that. Is he still checking it now? Well, yeah. Well, oh, I check it. Well, oh. you could see through. If you look in the closet and you move her stuff, you can see whether the light's on. Whether or... the light's on. Or yeah, you've got a couple points of access, so you definitely yeah. want to make sure. Keep checking, yeah. Well, he hammered too, so that entryway in the garage can't be open. I made him no. Yeah, he would have to like move the nail. There's like a little a piece of wood that goes down and shuts it, mm -hmm. you know. But I made him put two little nails there. No, that's so, great. <laughs> I would. Like, you sure know, I would too because it leads to her room. Yeah. Exactly. That would be what I would be afraid of. It leads to a little girl's room, yeah. and you don't know, you know, you don't know who's living in your neighborhood or who watches yeah. your house or. In your house. Exactly. <laughs> it was freaky. It was kind of, you know, I. It just, it, it freaked me out. So you heard here, folks. No ghost. <laughs> no, no squatter either. No squatter just a light bulb forever. on forever. Just a light bulb. <laughs> We're teasing you. Sorry. No, we love it. you. I can see it now. Now coming to theaters near you. The light, light bulb. bulb. <laughs> <laughs> So, I know something that happens here in the house that bothers you more than it does me. I just think it's kind of amusing, but it always seems to happen to her. Apparitions. When something that you know you Oh, we have a house there, gremlin. We do, you know, I swear. Or a house gremlin. Or goblin. Oh, oh, it. Disappearing. Oh, he thinks it's funny. No. My keys, I put them in the same spot all the time. Yeah, they call this apparition. And I look for them, and I know where they're at, right? And then I will tear the whole house apart looking for something, right? I come back, and I look where it was, and it's there again. But it's after I need it for something. Whatever, say, say I really need so something. Put it back at least. But only after I don't need it anymore. <laughs> I, and it doesn't mess with him. Nope. It doesn't mess with any of our guests. It messes with me. Just me. I well, swear. No one knows it could get a rise out of you, so of course. Oh, it drives me nuts. And it's always something important that I need for something specific. And then it disappears. I, I don't like need it. that in there, you need it. And, and I have to go, or I have a time you know, deadline or whatever, and it's gone. I'm so mad. <laughs> and he's laughing at me. I can't find this. I said, where do you leave? I left it here. Well, where is it? It was here. And, and then Kat likes it. It's right here. <laughs> every once in a while, every like, once yeah. in a while, it's his fault because he'll move something. Yeah. And that's why I, yeah, I yell at him first. Yeah. <laughs> and every, it takes a while. Oh, wait, I put that over here when I clean. When, when I clean, he can't find anything. But I always know where everything is. When he cleans, nobody can find it. What was, what was the last name? Was, was it the remote? No. Um, something you couldn't find. We both searched the house top to bottom, couldn't find it, and the very next day it was right where it was. I don't even remember anymore what the last one was. So it was your keys or remote no, it wasn't my keys. Uh, something innocuous. My, I think it was my cell phone at one point. That thing. Oh, cell it, my cell phone disappears yeah. for a day or two. And, a day or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. yeah. And we'll call it, and I know the ringer's on. And can't suddenly hear can't hear it, can't find it. Did you leave it in the car or did you leave it and at the office? Or, yeah, then I'll find it and I'll find it exactly where I had it before. Oh, that's oh and the phone, the phone's the one that irritates me the most. Yeah. And, and here's the thing too, <laughs> that's what often she finds it when this happens is, like she said, uh, we call the phone, nothing, don't hear a sound. Wow. No and vibration, say, nothing. Because I have the vibrate on. Try it again, she hears it. It's ringing. Somewhere. Right and we're like, it. and it's, oh wait, it's on the table or it's, oh, it's, oh, it's over, you know, I'm like. It's annoying. And he thinks it's funny. He laughs at me. Well, it it's, doesn't happen to me. 
Yeah, because nobody likes to mess with you except That's me. Right. Well, they know now. They know that they can get your goats. So oh, no, it would if, if the same stuff was happening to him, it would irritate him. <laughs> oh, it would irritate him more than it irritates me. Okay, well, now that Here, mess so, with him now. So now <laughs> <laughs> they won't do that because they get a bigger rise out of you. Not necessarily. <laughs> You're the quiet one, but when you really get ticked off, they sh everybody should be scared. <laughs> you heard it now. If you don't hear me talking, run. <laughs> yeah, run. So, okay, what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about different subjects of paranormal and our personal beliefs or disbeliefs in them and why. So I'm going to start with, uh, with you, Adri. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> ghosts, believe or disbelieve? I believe. I believe there is an afterlife of some sort. Um, I don't believe any religion has got everything completely right. Um, I disagree with something on every religion thing, but I do believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. Uh, I also believe in not necessarily uh, repeats. I forget what they're called. It's like impressions where you impressions. see. So, uh, there's um, a there's a term for it. It's, it's eluding my brain. Yeah, um, it's a good choice of words. <laughs> yeah, it, re, where where you see it's something that's happened. Imprints. That's what it is. Imprints. A recording. Of basically, of you know, images of people. Some you know, some reaction or something that happened. They're not there anymore. Not necessarily haunting, but you know. And yeah, something there it keeps repeating. And some like like the uh, like the nurse. And uh, we lived in, ran in in Rancho and used to be army housing for officers. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No, no, oh, no. and uh, I kept seeing, apparently our, our apartments were a TV ward and I kept seeing a nurse in the kitchen and rummaging behind the stove because we had a cabinet. I guess that's where you, they put the medicines, the officer's housing. And I kept seeing her. And uh, so, yeah, for the TV ward. But I mean, like imprints, like she really wasn't there. I didn't get a feeling of anybody being there. It was like, like I just kept seeing her over. Residual. And I kept seeing her Sorry. mess with the yeah. with the medications. <laughs> She'd be standing in the stove yeah. with us, like, and it was like she was messing with medications behind the stove. Cause and you see the same thing over and over. And it wasn't, she wasn't anywhere else in the yeah. place, just no there. None. You. She didn't yeah, know I was there. I didn't. It's the just, time that she was there, there wouldn't have been a stove there. It was uh, it was medications. It was a TV ward. It, they yeah. they basically, it was officers housing, and at one point it was a TV ward. Yeah. So, it's an impression. It's like a tape recorder in time, and it keeps it's a, it could be a, a high energy right there, mm -hmm. you know, and it just replays itself over and over again. Like the lady on the staircase that you hear, the white there's the white lady that comes on the staircase every night at midnight. Everybody, you know, can yeah. See her. And it's no there's no reaction or interaction. There's no interaction. There's no trying to, oh, look, there's a person there. I got to go follow them or nothing like that. But yeah, I, I believe in that. I've seen, I've had experiences with that. So, but well, I believe in both. Sorry. <laughs> I talk too much. Okay. Um, how about aliens? <laughs> Me personally, I believe that there, we're not the only intelligent life out there. Yeah. Whether they're coming out pranking us or testing on us, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't pretend to know, but it's not a subject I'm necessarily true interested in. But I mean, I, I'm more interested in the paranormal aspects besides the aliens. But so what's the I believe that the, my, the skeptic is. I truly believe that there is other intelligence. There are aliens. I don't. Think no, I didn't say that. I said I don't think necessarily they're pranking people necessarily. And like I said, it, I would be stupid to think that there's not other intelligence out there. We let, our universe is huge. Whether they visit us or not, or bother, or even think we're worth visiting, that's another story. That's a good question. Are we worth visiting? 
Oh, for sure. I think that yeah. they're definitely watching us. And if they're not even, I, I believe that they could even be a part of us. They could be hiding yeah. in plain sight. I believe sight. that they're a higher intelligence that has helped us through the years, too. So I feel oh, yeah. a little differently. And, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I just, I think that um, it's been hidden for a long time. Oh. And um, that this has been going on from the beginning. And I definitely think that we interact with them. I feel that we don't even know it. Yeah, oh yeah, don't know I don't. It. I don't doubt that. Like I said, but I. I just. It's not. It's interesting to me, but it's not my top hotbed things. You know. Have you seen a UFO? Oops, sorry. I don't know. It's what about that weird orange triangle we kept seeing for a while? Well, you saw it. I never did. Oh, you didn't see it that yeah, night, Cece. See, see, I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> it was so bizarre. And we followed it. It kept telling him where to go, and I kept seeing it, but he could he could catch it because it would move too fast. Point, <laughs> so, okay, um, North American ape, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, skunk ape, uh, logo Sasquatch. You know any of those? Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, I don't think that the guy that did the fake thing is the only possibility, though. We I are. Don't think he faked well, he said he did. He okay. said he faked it. But there's so much. Well, there's still a lot of wilderness that isn't explored out there. That he might have. footage is real. You heard it from me. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't say that, but um, but I I don't doubt it. You know, there's 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 places we don't go as a general culture, and we don't necessarily tread where others go. But so. do you think I, I? You know, I mean, with our technology and and what people could do now and explore. I would think that they would have caught it by now. That I mean, there would have to be more than just a few because they have to, you know, <coughs> keep going. They, not if they're endangered. Not they could be endangered. There's only a few. The birth rates go down. You don't know. Go <laughs> down. I don't know. There's also a fact you consider this: North America, the forests in North America, Sierra Nevada, the Rockies. They're huge. They're expensive. Yeah. And they're dense. Yeah. If, you try to, if you try to look at something overhead, like with a drone or anything like that, all you're going to see is treetops. It's the trees are close together in a lot of places, and I'm not saying they're everywhere or anything. I just, you know, so I just, you know, an aerial search is doing. That to me, see, so aliens <laughs> goes for me 100. percent I'm not totally convinced on on Sasquatch or Bigfoot. I, what about Yeti? All the same, all the above. I'm not convinced. I, I would need a little bit more proof. And I would just think with our technology and teams of people and archaeology, you know, people that Excuse are... Excuse me. Of, Something know, short of... Hi, Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm open to the possibility. I There's no guarantee, no proof proof, but I mean, I'm open to the possibility, but... I mean, it's possible, but I just don't. I haven't seen or researched it enough either. So, I mean, cryptids kind of fascinate me yeah. to an extent, but not. That would be my last, yeah. You know, so I have I, actually, I believe, I believe in that one. <laughs> I have actually, I, there, I, I've seen some of the depth, uh, 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 the talking about where the, where the inlet is and all that stuff and how certain things could be possible. Yeah. Though I think a lot of the photos have been faked, yeah. but, yeah. Uh, but I, there, like I said, there's always that possibility of a throwback. You never know. And not just Loch Ness, we have our own uh, monsters here in, in California. Um, there's Tahoe Tessie, there's, um, 
there's the Black Devil. We'll get into those later on. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, there's all kinds of... Uh, That's for another time. Definitely another time. <laughs> there's all kinds of ocean and, and lake cryptids, things like that. Um, what do you think uh, the, the Loch Ness Monster is? Do you think it's a giant eel? Do you think it's a plesiosaur? I think it I might think, be a smaller yeah. plesiosaur. I, think, I don't yeah. think it might be. Dinosaur for sure. Mm -hmm. Plesiosaur, I'm not sure exactly. That's, that's the one with, with the, the slippers neck. and the long yeah, neck and the, and the narrow yeah. rounded head and, yeah. and the little. What I think. Okay. It's yeah. possible. It is. I think it is. The lake's a big enough and deep enough. That it's still around. Oh, yeah. yeah. They that live. Maybe not anymore, but I believe that. They live for. A, time, didn't yeah. the dinosaurs live for until the, the, the comet and everything? Didn't they live for long periods of time? Wasn't their lifespans a lot longer unless they, they were hunted? Because a plesiosaur would have been a hunter, or not necessarily a hunt dead, especially considering it would have been the biggest thing in that lake. But it had a little pet, so I don't know if, if it had, you know, giant. But teeth really or... big, sharp teeth. It, the, the, oh, it did have yeah. oh yeah, plesiosaurs. They were hunt. They were omnivores. They'd yeah. eat uh, plant matter, but I think they were they were more. If I'm remembering oh, properly, fish. they'd eat fish and stuff like that. And if it's the biggest predator out there, small head or big head doesn't matter. I mean, they um, the which we call it eats plankton. Uh, yeah. the, the the whale it's the huge, whale huge yeah. and it, but its mouth has got no teeth or nothing teeth, yeah. so you never know things develop different ways so right. I think it, I think it's entirely possible or at one it. whether it's alive still who knows yeah. sorry that's why I said maybe not now but in recent time I believe that it could have still been oh yeah the last hundred years okay Karina I got one you because we talked about this one black eyed kids yeah they do why do you believe and um, well, I've just done some research on it, and, and there is so many people that have had encounters. Um, my daughter, in fact, had, and this is a, a kind of a different encounter. She had a dream. We didn't know about black-eyed children yet. And she, I would say for on and on for maybe a couple months, she would have a dream about um these black-eyed children coming to the door and wanting to get in. And she wouldn't ever let them. And then come to find out that there's such a thing as black-eyed children. And um, we had a UFO summit up here in Sacramento and um, with some big names. And uh, uh, David Weatherly was one of the speakers and he wrote a book about black-eyed children. And I talked to him a little bit about this about my daughter experiencing it and then you know to actually see that this is a thing and that he has a book on it and then you know then I did some more research on it and he said yeah that people do have dreams on this and that that was a, another common way of um, these black eyed kids you know appearing but you know the story is that black eyed children they come to your door or your car or wherever you're at. Oh, sorry. Your car, they could come to your front door, wherever you're at. They could come and they they knock on your door and they want to get in and they have black eyes. You know, they look strange. They look different. Something's wrong with them. They don't look right. You know, um, I've heard pale and and um, you know, kind of lifeless. You know, but their main goal is to get into wherever you are at. And supposedly when this has happened, there's been, you know, people have had um, nothing at that moment happened, but have had terrible disaster happen to them as um, sickness and, and very extreme bad luck. 
Um, and they are not saying if these children, they don't know, you know, you don't know if they're aliens, if they're demons, we're not sure what they are. Um, but it's something definitely to continue to find out about something I'm interested in. And, um, and it was just strange because my daughter was having dreams about these, these, whatever. How long ago was that? This was, this was again when we were in the townhouse that we were having the experience. And this was the daughter you was living with here? Yeah, or was it the young mother? Yeah, this was my daughter that was living with us. And um, at that time when we were having, um, so my daughter, when we were living in the townhouse, she um, started to have dreams. And the dreams were of these strange kids that black eyes, lifeless looking, pale, scary, would come to the door and wouldn't get in. And she wouldn't let them in. And we were talking about it. We had this big UFO summit up here in Sacramento. And um, we had, one of the speakers was uh, David Weatherly. He just wrote a book about black-eyed children. So not knowing anything about black-eyed children until we went to this, saw that he wrote this book and, you know, I was talking to him about my daughter's experiences and saying, this is so crazy because she's just been experiencing this. And he said, yeah, that, you know, he's heard of of people having these type of experiences of dreams of the black eyed children, but usually it's with the black eyed children coming to the door or to your car and wanting to get in your house or wherever you were at. So, um, it was just, it was very strange. And, you know, and what we learned and what I couldn't wait to get back to my daughter is don't ever open the door, you know, in your dream or not in your dream, don't open the door, you know? And um, so I, I got the book. <laughs> and, I should hope so. Yeah. And there are many stories. I think sold it pretty well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, many stories in there of uh, what happened to people that have experienced this. And, you know, again, you never, you never want to really let them in, but a couple of people did let them in and they had nothing um, good come out of it. Nothing happened directly right when. Yeah, I've heard when, some stories. Uh, some people actually got sick when they came yeah. in uh, afterwards. The sick and just like a, a bad luck, a streak of bad luck, but like mm-hmm. severe, you know, people dying, people, you know, really sick, homeless jobs. I mean, really some bad things would happen to them. Um, so, again, if you ever run into this, don't ever open your door. Nope. Or else to the story. Oh, the thing that I understand really knows there is a compulsion sometimes with them that you almost want to open. Door. Yes, exactly. It seems like at the last second you start to yeah. say, no, this isn't a good yeah, idea. Exactly. Yeah. And they are persistent. They will come back and they... They will come daily, and they'll want you, and the more will come. And um, so it gets kind of scary, you know, after a while. So and basically, the black kids knock on your door, just don't answer the door. Yeah. <laughs> don't answer. So if you Don't deal with them at all. So if either one of you got anything for me or not? What, what is your favorite? What is your Guilty pleasure. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really have one guilty pleasure. I kind of like everything. Um, and I know it sounds like a cop-out, but 
I do for this show in particular, I uh, prepared three months in just research to get things going on this thing. So I, I, I'm, you know, everything's coming in one year now together brain wise. Uh, it's just uh, a lot of information. A lot of information, definitely. Yeah. yeah I think so if there's much. anything I like most about the paranormal, it's probably the stories. Um, the, the eyewitness accounts. Um, there's a lot of, you know, you hear some, some of these accounts and, and you hear the people talk about it's like These people don't know what they're talking about. But then you start to understand that a lot of the eyewitnesses for things like UFOs or ghosts or like that are reputable people. You find out they're policemen or firefighters, Absolutely. businessmen, more. lawyers, whatever. Someone, someone who you, you would actually say, okay, this guy is probably not the sort of person who's going to lie about this. And that's the sort of thing that intrigues me. Is someone has an encounter, they're reliable, so you tend to believe that it could be real. Um, and it's coming out more now, I would say, in the past, what do you want to say, the past 10, 15 years? Yeah, I'd say it's about right. You know, this, uh, people are more open and talking about it. I, I would definitely say with the advent of podcasting, uh, I've been hearing a lot of paranormal podcasts. I actually do subscribe to quite a few of them. Uh, Me too. And I think it's starting to open up this stream of thought regarding the paranormal. Those UFOs, cryptids. All the TV shows. You know, and the TV I mean, shows, yeah. I mean, Ghost all, Hunters. And that was you know, a lot the of people, first. A lot of Celebrity Ghost Stories. That's one of my about, favorites, yeah, I know. That. But yeah. You're talking about Unsolved Mysteries that you're old school. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that. Factor fiction, you know, all Factor sorts of stuff like that. Level. Yeah. Course, oh, I, yeah. You know, one's right, one's not. you got to figure out which it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, and you're not always sure. Some of them are just... Yeah. But they, you know, Factor Fake Paranormal, I liked them with Bill Murphy. Mm -hmm. um, he was one of the people that I met at the UFO Summit that was up here. He, uh, they really would investigate. You know, they would try to reenact. They would go to the place wherever or whatever they were, you know, checking it, you know, trying to disprove or, or to see if this was the real deal, you know. So I, I really appreciated that show. I liked it. Yeah, some of them I just don't. Um, I, I started watching a little bit of Paranormal Survivor, too. And, but there's so, so many. So there's, there's so many. There, it's a plethora. Those adventures. Those tons. Adventures, those, I mean, there's. There's seven on the Travel Channel. I think that's all they do. Like My favorite on the Travel Channel has nothing to do with paranormal. I love bizarre foods, yeah. and I, yeah. I love Zimmer. Yeah, or is right. Zimmerman? It is Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah. I love him. He's great. My uh, my Spanish teacher got me into him because he'd bring in the clips where he went to a lot of the Spanish countries like yeah. Peru, and because I think my Spanish teacher went his mission when he was younger was in Peru or. I forget where it was, but anyway, he, the different types of food, he different try yeah, and stuff, he bizarre stuff. Crazy stuff. I know, and I'm like, and then you know, you think like he's going to like some of the things. I don't know, eyeballs and guts and colons and all these and ball <laughs> testicle or I don't know. All it's this, all protein. Yeah, but you know, and then he says you to some things that I like an egg. Like, what is that called? The um, Deviled eggs? No, it's an egg that the chick is still part of it. It's called a pollute. Uh, P-O-L-O-U-T-O. It's a, it's, a, it's a duck egg. 
It's a duck yeah. egg. It's not fantastic. They're not eating the eyeballs and the guts. And, and the brains. Yeah, and the, all yeah. the stuff that... Oh, I, you won't catch me eating the brains off anything because of the prions. Just never, ever. Okay. I will okay. almost always try anything um, once, I but I will not eat brains of anything, ever. Because... What do they call that sweet, uh, sweet, sweet bread? Sweet, 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 sweet breads. Yeah. They're... Uh, or sweet meats, they're called. I forget what. It, uh, I think it's called sweetbreads. Yeah, the sweetbreads. I forget what they are, though. It's just, um. I don't know if it's a cow or a lamb or. Any any animal. Any it's animal. what it's the type. It's the it's the type of organs, and I just no, not a clue. Good. Yeah, no, won't do it. <laughs> but I will almost always try something once within reason. There are a few, like I said, I won't You're do brains. <laughs> if I don't like it, I don't ever have to eat it again. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's how I figure it. I can always say I, I tried it once, but there there are a few things that I won't do, like brains and certain other body parts I won't touch. <laughs> uh, before we go, folks, we are going to be doing an episode in a couple of weeks uh, about uh, childhood ghost encounters. Or paranormal. Uh, or paranormal. Anything you've seen or something when you were a child, maybe you had an imaginary friend or, or you saw Grandpa after he passed away. Any so, experience. Yeah, any experience you have. Um, if you got something like that, drop us a message. You can find me on Facebook under my name, Kent Whittington, or like I said, Adriana Camito, Adriana, or Green PV House. House, or you can go to our Facebook group, the What in the Podcast. Message in the group. Message the group for sure. Message the group. Or Jesse and all things paranormal. If uh, we like what you've got to say, we'll try and get you on the show. Well, folks, I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. We're Good. done already. Yeah, we're done already. <laughs> Finally got our first episode in the can. Well, yep. <laughs> I, think I think so, too. Yeah. And hopefully you listen on as we uh, bring some more stuff up. Next week, we're going to uh, talk about cursed movies. Um, we are going to discuss uh, our favorites, yeah, our favorite scary ones, and the curses behind them. You'd be really, really surprise what you what you what we know about this stuff and what we've learned but anyway um we hope you keep listening um and we hope you enjoyed our first episode yeah and if you, if you like this i hope you stay get, tuned hear more sure. stay tuned for sure yeah um if you know, re recommend us to your friends we're on anchor uh apple podcasts uh all spotify. kinds of, yeah we're on all kinds of different spotify is number one of course um yeah. Spread the word. <laughs> Spread the word. Spread the word. Keep listening. And, you know, we, we're we open to comments and feedback, uh, feedback on our <laughs> Facebook page. I can't talk tonight. Um, please feel free to message us individually if you want. Um, yeah, join our Facebook group at uh, the What in the Podcast Facebook group. You can also find me on Sacramento Valley Paranormal Society in Green. I'm Jesse and Green, all things paranormal. All righty. And I will look forward to hearing your feedback for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Send us, send us your feedback, good or bad. We want to know what you think of this podcast. And remember, this was our first episode. Yep. Be nice. <laughs> Be gentle. Be gentle. <laughs> well, until next week, keep, keep an eye out because you never know when something's going to come up behind you and you'll be screaming, What in the?